Nikki on the track. Cash now, bitch on Javon. Nikki on the track. Hey! Yeah! Hey! He said that he told them Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast, Season 2, Episode 2. I'm your host, Julian, co host, Justin, you, Danny. I guess Finn's up this week. Oh, always. My coach won, so we're good. You guys, it's tied. It's tied. It wasn't a loss, so it's alright. It should have been a. It should have been a dub, but get him next week, chump. Get him next week. <laughs> um, before we get back into the football news, we wanted to get into some basketball news. Finally, we got a little uh, ground shaking action, I guess, for the ending of off season. What is it? A uh, less than a week prior. Training camp opens training next, camp. next week. Mm, so yeah, Monday. Probably the start of next week, yeah. Right. Yeah, Monday, so yep. Jimmy Butler requested a trade out of Minnesota due to the fact that his relationship with uh, players like Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins are just kind of burnt out, and he doesn't see himself, you know, wanting to stay there and, and compete with them. So he gave him three teams. We all heard it was the Knicks, Clippers, and the Nets. Mm-hmm. Those are the teams Although that Although Sham said the that that list extended the. About five or six teams. Right. And Miami was one of them. Nice. I like to hear that. So do I. I, I mean, it's, it's possible, but what can we really do with that? You know what I mean? The Heat aren't in a position to necessarily keep him for next year, especially if he I wants mean, we to would play have with his bird another rights. superstar. If we traded for him, we would have his bird rights. Okay. So we'd be able to go over the cap. I think like two mil. But it's like, does he want to stay and play with our team or does he want to play with another superstar? Because we can't afford that. Obviously, if we make some power moves. My impression, I mean, well, I mean, when you're speaking about LeBron, because I guess when LeBron had signed to the Lakers, that turned Jimmy off from the Lakers as a free agent destination. I guess he doesn't want to be in that shadow. But LeBron's not your regular superstar. Obviously, because it's LeBron. He's mm-hmm. in a tier of his own. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's not the same thing of if he gets traded to the Knicks and they go and sign Kyrie next year. Mm-hmm. It's not the same thing. But I don't know what he's going to do. But I also don't But want it's also not really in his court. Like, it's in Minnesota's court at this yeah, point where he needs to be traded from there if he wants to leave. That's why he requested it. They'll, it's they'll take situation. the best package that they think will help him in the future. And honestly, if I'm Miami, and I know I don't even really have to say this because I know Miami's smarter than that, but... You don't want to give up some long-term assets for a one-year rental, right. obviously. Right. So Especially with, like... You would need that commitment that he would be here long-term if you were going to go make a deal. Well, it depends. I mean, our situation, because we have so much uh, salary cap tied up and, you know, players like uh, TJ and Hassan. Not saying they would want Hassan, obviously, because they have called the towns, but they well, could... they've shown interest in Hassan before. Right. And call about having towns. him start at the five and move towns to the four and have them both out there together. They I know could that do they, that. Or, or they might want to teach But Carl Anthony Towns, now you have to think, when he want, and it's his time to re-sign the deal, he's going to see what state Minnesota's in as a franchise and where they're at with their coaching because if Thibodeau, excuse me, Tom Thibodeau leaves because of Jimmy Butler's departure and, you know, things just turn sour, mm-hmm. we don't know if Carl Anthony Towns wants to stay there, right? Andrew Wiggins hasn't really developed into the player we thought he was going to become. Mm-hmm. And... You know, he's, he's still a good player. I'm not taking that away from him. But Carl Anthony Towns might just open his eyes and see that this isn't really the place to be. He has a chance. Teams will jump on him because he's young and, and he's promising and he's he's good. I mean, obviously, in the playoffs, they played Houston and he got outplayed by Capella. But, you know, 
He had oh <laughs> yeah, oh, we got, <laughs> yeah nah yeah, okay so that's Stephen Jackson right <laughs> Stephen Jackson warning shots at Andrew Wiggins because and I guess and Andrew brother. Wiggins' brother mm-hmm. came at Stephen Jackson he came at well he came well, at he Jimmy came Butler at Jimmy first brother, right right go ahead break it to him yeah, break so, it to him so Andrew Wiggins' brother got you know Twitter happy decided to take shots at a uh, Butler when he just heard that. He demanded for a trade. He texted hallelujah in regards to Jimmy Butler wanting, wanting out. So then Jimmy Butler responds with a video of him doing workouts. And he was like, yes, like hallelujah. Yeah, hallelujah. Keep that same energy. Right. And that was directed towards Andrew Wiggins because the problem that Jimmy Butler has with Andrew Wiggins, he says that he has no heart. He's saying that. I mean, well, he I mean, a lot play of, like he has any. And a lot of people are saying that Andrew Wiggins, all he cares about is money. Like, he just, he's playing for the pay. He's not playing for, like, the love of the game, like how we know Jimmy Butler is. And then the, the issue with Carl Anthony Towns is what they're saying is that it's not the same problem of him not having heart, but it's, like, more of a priority issue. Because they're saying, like, you know, it's not that he doesn't want to win. It's not that he doesn't love the game. Right. But they're saying, like, he's very worried about, like, his stats and, like, his numbers. So with him, it's more of like a priority thing. Like, is right. he more worried about winning or right. he just wants, you know, to put up big numbers 20 and 10 every night? So Jimmy Butler is, you know, not with that because Jimmy Butler's hard you know, Yeah, grimy yeah. And, and with it, with the grind. Right. So he wants to go somewhere where he just wants to win. Right. You know, he, I, I, and that's why I believe. I think that the reason why – and it's funny because he didn't list teams like L.A. because, like you said, he doesn't want to, like, be in LeBron's shadow. But I also think it's like the competitor to him – because when he started with, you know, the Bulls, they weren't, you know, he didn't just... He barely played. He barely... Yeah, like, he had to work for everything. Right. So, I think, like, him going to, like, a team, like, on the come up, a team with, with two max contract mm-hmm. slots, I think he's, like, he's about to grind. Like, he wants to work you for it. You think he's a type of player that can change a franchise in, in a drastic way, though? Like, you know, you sign Jimmy Butler on a max deal, and then say you sign another superstar... And again, you know, who who next year? I don't know. But even mm. if Jimmy Butler signs with then, you know, another, I guess, not as good of a Jimmy Butler superstar right. or star, does does Jimmy Butler's impact just make that team just that much better? And, and I don't I think, know. I don't think by himself. Yeah, I, I don't think. Like, no, would, not to him. I think, I just, I think if he right. were to come to Miami, he would make us significantly better because if of our he, system. He embodies, like, the system that Miami plays. Right, and, and you know, he can be an offensive go-to. Mm-hmm. He's not, you know, a consistent offensive go-to, but he's definitely on a defensive end consistent. You put him with Josh Richardson, Justice Winslow, you know, if, if we would be able to grab him and keep those, obviously. And, um, you know, that's young energy that's, that's just hustle, all about hustle, all about, you know, making the right play mm-hmm. and about the team. So I could see him switching franchises in that aspect, but... Just going there and, and balling out night for night and, and being that, you know, leading scorer of the team and, you know, taking them to the playoffs like that, I don't really see Jimmy Butler being that guy. I feel like he should be the more number the East, two. Maybe. It's not a disrespect. It's more of just, it's like, I think how far can you go? You yeah, know? I think the thing with Jimmy Butler is he does have to go to the right system because with him, with him in Minnesota, obviously he loves Tom Thibodeau because, he lo- you know, Tom Thibodeau just right. loves the game of basketball. Like, that's just... All he eats, sleeps, you know, breathes basketball. Just he, you know, him and Jimmy got a lot in common. Mm-hmm. His problem is, you know, in the locker room. So I think he has to go to a team where, like, he. I think he would fit perfectly in Miami because how we are, like our mentality, you know. But <clears throat> I don't think 
that him going to a team like, you know, like L.A. or like, you know, with another, I guess, megastar mm-hmm. really works for him. But it's just interesting because it's like if he goes like how he's demanding a trade out of Minnesota because of the locker room. Who's to say that whatever the other team you go to, like let's say he does, um, <coughs> excuse me, go to a team that he wanted, like Nets, Clippers, or whatever, right, right. and then he decides, oh, he doesn't like the locker room there. So then it becomes like, okay, so then now. I mean, I feel like, like that might just be jumping too much to the future. Like, let that become. No, I'm saying let like whatever, whatever. There, you know, because yeah. who's to say it's Jimmy? That's the problem. You know, in Chicago, he didn't have a problem in the locker room, and you know, he just. They traded him off because they wanted to do younger things and, and start with a newer core. And Minnesota, we see that, you know, we kind of see his, his point of view. Mm-hmm. So I thought he did he did, he was under contract from Chicago and went to Minnesota, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He didn't re-sign with them at all. He hasn't signed a contract with them. So, yeah, he's he has his way out and he's ready. Would you want to stay there? No. No. A player like him, who was a middle of the first round pick, uh, draft pick, worked his way up to be where he's at, an all pro, an all star, going from back of the bench up to one of the best two way players in the league. And he's in this locker room surrounded by two very high first round picks who. He probably thinks maybe take it for granted. He sees them take nights off. He knows yeah. Andrew Wiggins, yeah. like, he plays in no heart, this and that. And that shit probably bugs him. Right. I don't blame Especially him. Especially coming from out. the Chicago locker room where yeah. they were grinding it out, mm-hmm. you know, in the playoffs and trying to, you know, get to the second round. That was like they had goals. we know the type of player Jimmy is. He plays with a lot of heart. Like, we yeah. know this. Like, mm-hmm. that's, like, part of his, so, his brand, I guess. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. You said Miami was on the extended list. That's what Shams Miami is trying to trade. We've heard that. We, from Miami multiple is, sources that Miami, Miami is trying, trying to, to trade. Yeah. So, speaking of Miami, Dwayne Wade confirmed he's coming back. Thank you, God. We uh, appreciate last, you. One last dance. We love you. We thank you. Justin thanks you. Danny thanks you. Mm-hmm. Damn right. He's coming back. One last dance. And, you know, Jimmy the, Butler the and him. 16, Jimmy Butler and him are good friends. It's only right, bro. I mean, wouldn't he want to be a part of that ride? That's yeah, history. Yeah. Dwayne Wade's last season. That arena is going to be magnificent every night for Dwayne Wade's last season. Not even five minutes after he announced that he's coming back, the last home game of the season sold out. Thanks. And they're all resale tickets. They're going to be Hell all yeah. resale tickets. Hell yeah. And honestly, this needed to happen because we needed Wade's last year to be a full season in Miami. Yeah. It, it wouldn't have been be. right if he came at the trade deadline and then finished that. the year. Like, nah. No, but, like, I just I, I truly think, like, from an you know, unbiased standpoint, honestly, that watching, you know, the Heat and how they play, like, that's all of our team is, just work, ec- uh, work ethic and grinders. Like, yeah. we see Wayne Ellington saying how he's in the best shape of his right. career. James Johnson, we see how, yeah, we see, yeah, we see how James Johnson is Kelly Olynyk, we turned We see, uh, he was already. I mean, monster. yeah, Jay, Rick, like we see, like every like loose ball, like fight, like that's just how we are. You see, and then, you see a lot of Udonis Haslam and Shane Battier and these guys. Mm-hmm. You do, and, and that's how Jimmy Butler is. That's how I, they I think, practice, yeah. you know. And he's like, 
an embodiment of heat culture who just he hasn't he, really he hasn't had a taste of it yet. Right. Like right. Jimmy in in the heat system, I'm like feel like I'm Coach like Spose yo, like, like, come to practice, come to practice. Miami. Right. You have to play with D Wade. Right. Yeah, exactly. Young core. Right. Can figure out a way to get paid. Right. <laughs> Eric Spolstra. Come on now. Pat, Pat, Pat Riley. <laughs> Can I? S- you got Carnival Cruise. <laughs> South Beach. Bruh. Dwayne Wade might be able to get you VIP with the uh, with the banana boat crew. You know. Maybe. We'll- that's for later discussion. We don't know about that. He got to put up. It's like Jimmy Bunches. Butler and, and the Miami Heat would be like peanut butter and jelly. I can't argue with that. Based on the type of player he is and the type Maybe of... Maybe like... The culture of the of the, the way the team runs. It's okay. just... It's like a, a match made fair. in heaven. Maybe strawberry jelly. It's like... I still eat that shit. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... So, yeah... NBA starts next month. At the end of the month, we're going to have a good, what, three weeks of training camp. Three month, month of training camp about. Mm-hmm. Open tonight. Uh, we'll leave that there for now. We'll head to the gridiron. Yes, sir. Back to the NFL. Yeah, headline. A couple headline. headlines, yeah. Um, Busy week. Isaiah Crowell scores touchdown. Wipes ass. <laughs> With football. Throws it in the crowd. Throws it in the crowd. Crowd goes wild. Baker Mayfield comes in. Wins the game. Wins the game. But doesn't get credited for Not technically. But he won the game. Yeah. Yeah. Rod still got the dub. Three touchdowns. Crazy. Um, So that happened. Let's get that clear. The Browns just won their first game in 635 days. They debuted their new color rush jerseys, which were fire. J.R. Smith was at the game. Baker Mayfield's jersey. Sold out. No shirt within on. Within an hour after the game, his jersey sold out. The color rush. I guess that's their new color rush jersey. Yeah. Fire. Um, Carlos Hyde. It was his birthday today. He also okay. had two touchdowns from the and is expecting the birth of his child to all at the same time. Yeah. Damn. And that's a pretty good birthday. Twenty-one fantasy points, nine PPR. Oh yeah, Ant's beating me by like forty right now, but Ooh. it's about to get popping. Shout out Juice. I'm two and zero. Oh. yeah. Shout out Juice. If I, if, I could, if I could say one thing, you know, about Sam Darnold, uh, he is who I thought he was. I so mean, far? Everybody, every, it's just funny because, like I said, everybody was just, after the first game against Detroit, everybody, like, even when he, it was crazy to me because even when he did bad, even when he had the pick six, the first play, everybody was so quick, oh, how he dusted himself off and came back. <laughs> okay, but you still threw a pick six. But that's fine. Yeah, he came back through. Two more touchdowns. They had 48 points. Not all not all were the offense, but they had 48 points. Then what happens? They played us the following week. <laughs> we saw how that went. And then tonight they played Cleveland. We saw how that went. So it's like let's let's hold the brakes on the Sam Donald Express before we start saying the, I hear that. I before mean, before we start saying the Giants should have took him instead of Barkley. Let, let, first off, with Saquon, Saquon has no offensive line. So the fact that Saquon's even getting two and a half rushing yards on average right now says something with like zero offensive line. So let's, you know, like I said, let's pump the brakes. I, you cannot pass up on a once in a generational type talent in Saquon. <laughs> 
So before we start saying Donald, let's let's, let's relax. Okay. So would you? This brings me to this question: Do you rather be? Would you rather be known or remembered as the guy who gave the Browns their first win in our generation's <laughs> history in six hundred thirty-five games, or would you be rather? Would you rather be remembered as the guy who walked out at halftime and retired? Oh, reti- during the game, retired at halftime, easy, easy. Me too. Like the Browns have been the laughing stock of the NFL <laughs> for the past, not even just two years, yeah, even two before years. they stopped yeah. winning games. Quarterback I mean, killers. Yeah, quarterback killers. And what was the stat that we seen tonight, Ant? Uh, Six hundred and thirty-five days. No, since twenty sixteen. Yeah, all, December. Yeah, like yeah, twenty sixteen. Like all their first round draft picks, all eleven first round draft picks, no longer oh, on the team. Yeah. The last 16 first round draft picks or something like that. So, yes. <laughs> I would rather be Vontae Davis. Yeah. I would, you know why? Because he's like, listen, it's not worth it. I'm playing for this year's Browns. I'd rather be this guy. I'd rather be the guy that, you know, feels that I don't feel good right now or I shouldn't be doing this. And I choose to leave. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I left money on the table, but that's up to me. But right. you know what I'm saying? I guess y'all could say I let y'all down, but I mean I only went through one training camp with y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I get it. You know, it, it, I I do see both sides, like from the players' aspect, where it's like, all right, you know, you kind of quit on the team, and that just in sports in general, you're not taught to quit on your team. You know? What I'm oh saying? That's, no, that's 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 what they show as like loser mentality. That's what they show as weak. It's and, disrespect. And, and disrespect. Yeah. So I feel like... Well, the Bills are a bunch of fucking losers, so... He signed with the Bills. You know? And he thought about coming back to play football. He, You know, he was hurt last year. The Colts let him go. And um, he found his way back on the field. He signed like a one-year, $5 million deal. He got the week two. <laughs> I'm out. He was like, no, he got to halftime of week two. Mm-hmm. And said, I'm out. He played 1.5 games. He's like, nah, can't do it. Nah. You're down 28-3 at halftime. He's like, bro, what am I doing here? <laughs> this wasn't like that. Because he was chasing how... the bag. The bag yeah. The bag looked good, but he realized he had to play for it. It's kind of sad, though. But then he realized he had to play for it. People are going to really kind of remember Vontae Davis as, like, the guy who left at halftime. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be like, That's mad did you guys though. watch this guy back in Miami? Did you guys watch what he did in his early years in Indianapolis? Even his late years, you know, he stayed solid. You asking health? Us? No, no, no. I'm, I'm yeah, talking to the public. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just talking. He was, like, he was, he was a shut down corner. Fonte Davis, man to man. Uh huh. Him and Sean Smith used to line up one on one. They didn't have no good safeties out in Miami. They had to do all the work. Well, no, so, we had we had a we had a mean front seven, but still his career and, and, his and that was the, and that was rookie their rookie year too. And he's always been a great teammate. So, you know, get out of here, Lorenzo Alexander, with all that. Oh, yeah. uh, trying to throw him out on national TV. And you knew the guy for a few fucking weeks. Like, get the fuck over yourself. What I will say, and one thing that like after it's because it's been you know a while. We had some days to marinate on it. My, you know, like I said, from first glance. Obviously, we can't deny. Like, as fans, we never play. We never, right. you know, put on a helmet and pads. It's funny. Like, because it's never happened. Like, that's your first initial reaction. Like, it's something that's never happened. Looking at the Bills organization, you know, 
this year. Right. And it's just like he just, like, it was so bad for him that he quit at halftime. Didn't tell nobody. <laughs> How bad it was. Like, just left, got dressed, didn't, you know. Put didn't, his street clothes on and yeah. said, nah, I'm good. I'm out. He didn't wait for the post game. Mm-hmm. Nothing. But looking at it from a more serious aspect, because one thing that he said was physically, and the one thing I keened on was mentally. Now, truth be told, being somebody that, you know, does have, you know, mental health and stuff, that's no joke. So, like, mentally, if he wasn't, like, right, like, there's no... There's no feeling in the world that can give you the comfort and, like... So, like, if mentally he wasn't right, like, there's nothing that's going to force you... That's going to make it right. Yeah, it's nothing that's going to make it right and make you go back out there. So, honestly... If he, if it, mentally, if he wasn't right, if he would have went back out there in that second half and played, he would have got hurt. Him or one of his teammates would have got, got hurt. Because he wouldn't have been all there to where he's sacrificing everything he has for the team, and, and that can put you at risk. But nonetheless, we're going to shine a good light on Vontae Davis's career. Good retirement. We respect that. I respect that move. Yeah, I'm, yeah I can't. You know, in all, in all seriousness, like I said, at first, it is funny, but in all seriousness, like, it is funny though. It, it is, but like physically and more important, mentally, if he wasn't right, then he had to do what he had to do, and I can't fault him for that. But no, he's still yeah, he's still a great quarterback. Josh, yeah, yeah, we're not, like I said, but other news: Patriots trying to make some some splashes in the NFL. Every year, it seems like every year, like they make like that one trade that's like. I mean, whether it be the Richard Seymour trade when they traded uh, Chandler Jones, and then now and the, uh, this shit didn't even cost Jamie them Collins. anything. This shit didn't even when cost they, them they anything. When they traded Jamie Collins too, um, I mean, this is like I who I, I don't know what I was listening to, but they made a good point, and, and um, I just want to share their opinion. Basically, what they were saying is like Bill Belichick was like, listen. What happened to him? Oh, he hurt himself while running. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a drug issue. It's not a, it's not, he's not in trouble with the law. You know, he's not doing something literally wrong. I understand what he did. Now, he, you have a responsibility to be there for game day, and he wasn't able to do that for the team, so they let him go. But mm-hmm. Bill Belichick sees the hard work that he's put in, and he realized, look, he's not messing up like that. And if you're going to let him go for that, I understand why you guys are letting him go because you've had your your fun with him, and, and you can't deal with that no more. Yeah. But he looks like he's on a clear course. Let's try this out. You know what I mean? So they're taking a risk, but they have the high-risk, high-reward program with him. So. Yeah, see, yeah, that's the thing, that's the thing with, the, with the Patriots organization, like them basically being – a Super Bowl contender literally every year. They have the room for error to make where if this doesn't pan out, it really doesn't hurt them. They can literally like hide him in practice. Like and, and if it doesn't work out in practice, they cut him. Like we saw Eric Decker retired. Obviously it wasn't working out in New England. Mm-hmm. Struggled in the preseason. And um they're grabbing receivers all the time in New England. I think it's funny oh, though, yeah. how they had the they had just signed Corey Coleman. And then to make, room, to make room for Josh Gordon. That's funny. I did him. find that funny. But they did sign him to the practice squad. And then uh, what's Josh Gordon going to do with um, the big back tattoo he's got, where he's got the big number 12 on his back? Because he's wearing number 10 in New England. Well, he got Brady's number now. He got back. Brady's number on his back. back. He's like, that's the captain. Bro, like, New England just went and got this man for peanuts. 
And I yeah. know he hasn't really done much since, like, his rookie season. Granted, like, it, that was, what, 2012? Like, it's been a few years, yeah. but... Just the athletic, uh, athletic ability is freakish. And the fact that he's still, like, only 26 years and old. And we saw him score a touchdown two weeks ago. And a it was nice a nice touchdown at that. A nice <laughs> exactly. one at that, bro. Like, he's still in shape. He's still flash. He's still Josh Gordon. And you give Tom Brady a weapon like that? I like it. I think New England has a good chance. And we're also hearing rumors that New England might sign Colin Kaepernick at a backup role. Mm-hmm. That's like floating around there. Derek, or excuse me, they were saying the Raiders were also another yeah. team looking into doing that. I didn't really check well, they, the source. Well, they've been reported before. But apparently it was Cap's attorney who said that the Raiders and Patriots might be showing interest. interesting. Yeah. I, would, I would love if the Patriots made the move and, and brought on Colin, Ka- Colin Kaepernick because it's like... The name itself, like New England Patriots, like how much how much wider does it get than New England? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And especially and then, like if you want to talk about like realistically speaking, like a face of like an organization, like as far as like like I feel like the New England Patriots are like, kind of like the Spurs of the NFL. Like every year they're just that you know top you know top notch and like in the conversation, like I said, Super Bowl every year they've had. Over at least over eleven wins. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many consecutive years. Like that's so crazy. He, They're not even the best team in their division right now, though. Three weeks into the NFL, <laughs> we'll leave that. There. I'm, I'm glad you said it. And not who's undefeated me. <laughs> in the AFC? Miami Dolphins. Miami uh, Dolphins uh, are so trash. <laughs> so, um, speaking of the Patriots, I just real quick, real quick, guys, I want to get into the Patriots. Jacksonville Jaguars um, dismantling. Mm-hmm. Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles is here now. Shoot the defense. Wait, Blake Bortles is not, not here. That's not a that's not the train that we, we don't told you. That. Yeah. Didn't we tell you not to say this? I no. can't have fun with it. Go make a t-shirt and wear it. How about that? Blake Bortles is back. What was that Drake line? The, the day I stop having fun with it, I'll be done with it. Come on. Bro. I got you, bro. I respect <laughs> that. That man tore them up, though. He did. He was running the ball. He was making good decisions. I mean, he, he wasn't throwing the ball greatly. Also, the Patriots' defense is pretty suspect back there. They got Stephon Gilmore, but that's really about it, if we're being honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tom Brady on offense wasn't getting into his zone. Like, he wasn't getting into – he was getting the ball to his what, running backs. Two catches, 15 yards. He was, was throwing it. the ball to, to Michelle White. And I think Burkhead played too. Yeah, the Burkhead defense played, completely so. took Gronk out of the game. That's, that's, Brady that's did what not you have, have to Gronk. All, but in the AFC Championship game, game he was not involved that. in the game. We saw it in the AFC Championship. Yeah, we saw it. Obviously, he got hurt. But hey, we saw it for Jacksonville. They came to play. They were prepared. And that was actually the first. That was the first time. I know. Fucking TJ Yeldon was back there, but that was the first time that in his career Brady's lost to Jacksonville. Brady was eight and zero going into that game. Well, it's a new era, and Brady's era mm-hmm. is, is coming to an end soon. You know, obviously not. It's this like he's year, on like the, back, the back nine. Yeah. Well, and it's just being honest. Well, we're going to see and enjoy this defense for about two, maybe three more years because, I mean, like we say it all the time with the Vikings defense, how they have all these stars, you know, eventually you have to pay somebody and let somebody go. I mean, no, but like from the defensive line to the secondary. Jacksonville is loaded. You got Ngakwe, Dante uh, Fowler, Calais Campbell, Campbell, 
Um, Marcel Darius. Miles Jack. Telvin Smith. I mean, Jalen. Yeah. Like, you, they're just. We know. Yeah, so I don't know how much longer this team's going to be able to manage to stay together. I mean, to be honest, it's not like anybody on that offense besides Leonard Fournette. He's and worth he, a check. And he's still on his rookie deal. So, yeah, ain't nobody else on the offense worth a check. But we're so. going to see We're gonna see this year, you know, if that team can take them to the Super Bowl. I mean, they have to win a Super Bowl at this point. They went to the AFC Championship, lost by how close? Four points. They need to go to the championship. They, they Honestly, they might be – you know, like the 2000 uh, Ravens. It's possible, but here's the thing. Regardless, if it happens, I mean, it's going to come down to it either happening or it's not, or it doesn't happen. And that kind of tells them that, all right, well, we can't spend all the money on a defense because we have the defense now and it's still not enough. So we're going to have to sacrifice some defense and get some better offense, get some mm-hmm. more help, whether it's figuring your quarterback situation out because if Blake Bortles doesn't win this year and, and if it goes really bad... You know, if it turns sour or if he has a playoff matchup that, that doesn't work out in his favor and it's ugly, then I don't see how he just comes in next year. I mean, they just extended him. That's why I can see it. But, mm-hmm. you know, you got to be realistic. And if it's his part that's not keeping up the par, obviously your wide receiving core isn't – It's what is it, C? We'll give it C minus. C. <laughs> Jackson. Jacksonville receiving core. C minus. Being nice. Yes, yes, being generous. Losing Marquise Lee, you know what I'm saying? Like 69, 70. But if Keelan Cole keeps this shit up, though. I mean, if Blake Bortles keeps it up, that's really what it is. I mean, it's it's just the fact that, you know, real quick with the Marquise Lee thing, how we when they lost Marquise Lee for the year, we said that was a blow. Like, the fact that we said losing Marquise Lee was a blow should tell you yeah. how lackluster this receiving core really is. I mean, they have a receiving core with talent, but they don't have a, a like a great experience. But t- in, talent only wins you. They're all games. super young. Keelan yeah, Cole was a rookie last year. Westbrook was a rookie last year. They experience just going deep in a season and being those three guys on the field when the plays need to matter. You know what I'm saying? It's usually one of them at a time right. when they have a better receiver in front of them. Moncrief came from Indianapolis, and obviously he was good with. Andrew Luck, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's different when Blake Bortles is throwing you the ball. He caught a touchdown, don't get me wrong, and we saw Blake Bortles kind of slinging it. Yeah. So if Blake Bortles can sling it, then okay, we get it. But but he has to be consistent with it. So I guess that was one of the games that stood out to me last week. We actually highlighted that, so I just wanted to get into it. But we were actually going to get into three more games for week three that we felt were interesting. Um, if anybody wants to start. Well, you said the oh, oh the Monday night game. I can't wait for uh, Pittsburgh at Tampa because it's Fitz Magic on the national stage against mm. what seems to be an imploding Steelers franchise right now, and I and they're they're oh one and one. You know the the Bucks are two and zero. I think this is a big game for Fitz also because I feel like if he just keeps winning, like. It's going to be some drama surrounding the Bucks quarterback situation, you know. Obviously, you got to keep the hot man in, but if like it's uh, if Fitz wins, is he still the starter even though Jameis comes back? If Tampa loses, is it like oh we just give up on Fitz now? Right. And then it's also like oh if the Steelers win, like everything was cool, but if they lose, then like <laughs> it's about to be like the whole office is on fire, everybody's running around screaming like. What the hell is and happening we saw to this team? Week two, Antonio Brown is 
spitting at the coach because they're losing and, mm-hmm. and getting their ass handed to him. So he didn't show up for practice. He didn't show up for practice, and Tomlin disciplined him. So we know we, we know his tweet. He said, "Oh, trade me and see what's up." But they said that he said you know he doesn't want to get traded. I see what he was saying on the tweet where you know an ex PR guy for the Steelers comes at him and Some says, "Oh, nobody. if you didn't play with Ben Roethlisberger, you wouldn't be good." And he's like, all right, well, trade me, my guy. Like, let's see. Let's see. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm open to it. So, Antonio Brown is focused on trying to win a Super Bowl. That's all he wants to do. However, and 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 obviously he's going to want the major load. You know what I'm saying? He feels like, all right, well, if Le'Veon Bell's not here, feed me. Right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know what y'all got going on, but you got to figure out a way to get me the ball. Because right now, Big Ben is missing big time. Right now, James Conner's getting a lot of attention. And Big Ben, I see he likes to go to his blanket, Jesse, uh, Jesse James. Yeah. He likes to go to his blanket a lot, especially in the red zone. And it's like, you have Antonio Ju- Juju's Brown. Juju's been getting more looks, too. Juju had a breakout game. Well, not a breakout game, but, you know, he had a really good game last week. Juju's already there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, Antonio Brown's just living, bro. I mean, it's just, it's so, I feel like we're in the twilight zone for like a first class organization like the Pittsburgh Steelers to just be spiraling out of control and we're not even into week three, well, week three started tonight, but we're like, week three just started and we're already saying, you know, we knew Le'Veon was going to be an issue coming into the year, but we didn't know it was going to be like this, like we're talking about him week 10, maybe, possibly. I mean, to be at, at this point, I'd be surprised if we see him at all this year. If I was if I was them, honestly, I would just trade him, wash your hands with him, whatever. That's another topic. Um, and then you got at least get something back, from something. Yeah. And, and then you get yeah, and then you got the offensive line. Now you got offensive linemen speaking out. You, and then now you got Antonio Brown. Spe- it's just but do you one think the Steelers did another. this to themselves? Because if you're the Steelers, do you pay Le'Veon Bell? If this if you're the Steelers, you can't pay Le'Veon Bell. They don't have the money to pay Le'Veon Bell. And I think and that's their problem. That's why and they, I think the relationship's tarnished at this point. Yeah, for sure. At this point, no, but go I was saying going in like, you know, a couple months ago. It's it's the same thing with like the Khalil Mack thing. Yeah. They couldn't pay him, yeah. realistically. So it's like it's it comes to priorities. Especially looking at that defense getting carved up. Patrick Mahomes put up six touchdowns. And what was it? He had more touchdowns than incompletions, bro. He only threw like he had like four incompletions. Yeah, and he had like what low three hundreds. He had like yeah, he had like three hundred, three hundred and nine yards and like six touchdowns. Just chopping them up, bro. Kelsey, uh, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt had one. Chris Conley, I think, scored a Chris touchdown. Scored the first uh, one. Tyreek, Tyreek had one. Travis had two. Yeah. Kelsey had a, a good game. I mean, that's all I'm saying. It's like. Don't get me wrong. Ben Roethlisberger is going to be he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. He at one time was a great quarterback, not right, anymore. Right. And we've seen it. You know, we're seeing it now with Eli. You know, we might be seeing it. With, you know, with Breeze, we see it like a lot of these with, Hall of Fame. No, I'm saying like a lot of these Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Like as good as they are, they're gonna start trailing off like little by lie. <laughs> what? Bree's not there yet. Bree's got some. No, I'm say, I'm I'm just saying like it just, it just happens like with organizations like we see them have like an un 
you know, relenting and undying faith to these yeah, of course. great players. But, like, at the same time, like, you can't... It's like the mentality that Adam Gase is instilling in our system now. Like, no one man is above the team. So, yeah, I understand. So, back to Pittsburgh. Like, I understand, like, what Ben Roethlisberger has done, what he means for our organization. But you have to understand, like, there's a bigger picture. Like, there's more than just Ben Roethlisberger. And, like, yeah, you might... Have like this, like undying faith in, but you have to realize. But you you do have, but you do have an Antonio Brown. You have, well, you you had a Le'Veon Bell. They drafted Josh Dobbs, who I don't know. You know, I don't know if. And then they go and use a third round pick on Mason Rudolph this past year. No, I'm saying money wise, like the money. No, but regard. Okay, but if you're gonna, if you you use the draft so you can save the money, and if you draft well. You can use your money on good players that, that can help you anywhere. So mm-hmm. you're drafting a quarterback. When did they draft Josh Dobbs? I think it was two years ago they drafted Josh Dobbs in, like, the fourth round or something like that, fifth or fourth round. And he's he's nowhere to be found. He's, he's not going to play because right now Big Ben's still with time. And then you draft in the third round, like Danny said, Mason Rudolph, who won – I don't think third round should have been his calling for Pittsburgh. I feel like third round they could have went defense. They could have went – I would have went defense. You know, I would have went best player available on defense in the third round because six touchdowns, you got Mike Mitchell and Artie Burns back there. Even when they grabbed Artie Burns, it was a reach, I think. They don't draft well. They're, they're, they're big time. They they created Antonio I mean, Brown. They can they had, can draft well. I mean, they've shown Le'Veon they and, drafted and they've Antonio Brown. They've had a few. <clears throat> T.J. Watt looks like he's going to be a promising player. Okay. They drafted Shazier. They drafted Antonio Brown. They drafted Le'Veon. Right. I mean, I, that's four players they can, they over can, like a eight year span though. No, they can. They could draft better. Like, but when they some of these guys turn out to be, I guess really you're, not gonna, you're not going to their first first pick. Le'Veon Bell is their first pick. Antonio Brown wasn't their first pick. And TJ was the first TJ pick. Watt was their first pick. Like, Antonio Brown was a good pick deep in the draft. Like, they, they don't have these but that's, deep but picks. That's like, Buddy Free was know. one of their per- first picks. But, you that's how you, but that's how you know it's team drafted, though. In a sense. But that's what I'm saying. They only we, have we Antonio Brown from a deeper. late round. You know what I'm saying? Like, all these other guys are superstar, like, you know, coming out of college, you know what their talent level is. They they didn't they drafted a Big Ben, you know how long ago in, in a late round, but they haven't found a guy like James Conner is a good draft pick. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm just saying the history of the organization, past and present, they've shown that they can draft. Well, obviously not every draft pick's going to be out the park. Let's talk about the last 10 years, though. I think they've drafted well in the last 10 years. They've put they they've put, they no they've they've drafted well but the first the situ- and second the round, situation I, okay, I get it but like talk about deep drafts I don't I, I guess you know what I mean that's what I'm saying like not every year you draft obviously not every pick's gonna turn out right, right, of to be a home run but I mean like I said in the last ten years they've drafted uh, Pouncey AB. Le'Veon, right, just TJ. in general. They yeah, just, had a you know, just, draft board. Yeah, so, I mean, but I think the thing that they should have did with Ben is what New Orleans did with Breeze. Like, yeah, you give him, you still give him money because what well, he meant to the organization, but you don't, you know, give as much as you gave to him with, we got to remember, this is still a guy that in the last, like, what, two, maybe three seasons didn't even know 
if it's kind of like the Brett Favre thing, like every year, like Pittsburgh's waiting, like, right. are you going to play? Yeah, is he going to play? Is he, is he not? Play? Like, like is he Wade done? Wade was doing this year after year, right? So I get that. Um, Patrick Mahomes, real quick, real quick, before we get into anything else, is he the truth or not the truth? I want one word. After no. two weeks, no. Maybe. I think he's the truth. I'm truth. I'm starting to like I'm starting to get convinced. Like I'm starting to see why the Chiefs traded away Alex Smith in his prime to just throw this kid in there. And it, it looks Smith like it's really prime. paying off because he's like I don't he's like just this youth. Like he's the youth. Like he has this like aura around him. I mean that he, he could be the part boys of that gunslinger big twelve product you know right? what I mean so he's not he's nervous all to make these the fucking throw. weapons and he's and he's, he's playing like he belongs like he deserves to be the one throwing the ball to these guys we could say it wasn't Andy Reid I mean don't get me wrong I'm not gonna uh argue with trading you know the Alex Smith and letting having you know having let him sit one year but it's also only grow. been two games it's it's also only been two <laughs> games it's a small sample size For but sure. the fact that you remember, he already has 10 touchdowns you remember through his what first Kareem two Hunt starts. Did through first two? Yeah. Like, that's what you kind of feel with this guy. I do. You know what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying. So it's like, we, we took the jump and we were like, damn, Kareem Hunt, yeah, two weeks. He's about, and he was the leading rusher in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying he's going to be a leading passer with yards. He can be the leading passer with yards. You know what I'm saying? He has the weapons to do it. He has the weapons to throw not the most touchdowns. Not if Fitz has anything to say about it. What's that? Not if Fitz? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's that, Patrick Mahomes. Um, we're gonna get into the next game. That's gonna be the Atlanta versus New Orleans, which this is a very interesting game, considering both these teams are one and one. Carolina just lost to Atlanta, makes them one and one, and you got Tampa sitting at the top of the hill at two and zero. Now, granted, like we said, it's only been two games, right. but. This division, at least between, I mean, nobody really seen, you know, it's not so much that Tampa's two and zero; it's the way that they've gotten to two and zero. So nobody could have really seen that coming. But it's kind of like how we thought it was going to be, like going into the season, you know, with New Orleans, Atlanta, and Carolina. Like these are going to be the three teams that are going to be like these games are going to matter. These games will ultimately decide who comes out on top. So, uh, New Orleans had a little, sh- you know, shaky two games. Obviously, you know, they lost. Surprising shaky yeah, two games. Exactly. Yeah. Like, they got blown out by Tampa, and then they almost could have lost to the Browns. Lost. The Browns Which I still think Drew Brees comes back and, <laughs> and brings them downfield. I do. I still think Drew Brees comes back. And that's what I'm saying. That's, but that's what I'm saying. Like they, but the possibility no, but was very Browns, real. Yeah, the yeah. Browns definitely give them a run for their money. Exactly. And then Atlanta <clears throat> had a rough, you know, first week. Had Keanu Neal, massive injury. Mm-hmm. Deion Jones didn't play last week. He's hurt. Yeah, Devontae he's Freeman still, you know. He's nursing so a three, four the, week injury. Yeah, so they're off to a very shaky start as well, you know. And unfortunately, like you always have that team that you know the injury bug just goes around. So it's very unfortunate for them because you never want to see injuries. You always want to see best players out in the right. field. So with these two teams, I think this is, you know, this early in the season, you really, you know, don't say it's like a make-or-break game, which I'm not going to say it's a make-or-break, but it's kind of like 
with how it started for both the teams, like, you got to get out to a good start because you got to, like, just salvage whatever you right. have right. to be able to, you know, wait till you get to the later half of the season, which when and teams start, teams start breaking away, yeah, teams start breaking away from the pack. Those divisional games. And especially, yeah, the, like I said, the divisional games, but especially between those three teams. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, damn, now we could throw – Tampa into the mix, right? Because even though you gotta respect them, yeah, now, exactly. You gotta respect them, and plus now at least they're shown that maybe they don't make the playoffs, but they they're gonna they're damn well. Up. They're doing. They're damage. gonna damn well try to be play spoiler exactly. to everybody else and in the division. What I love is that week three they get a Pittsburgh team who's coming off of what we just heard Danny go off and tell you know they're they're lost mm-hmm. and Pittsburgh. Their defense just let up six touchdowns, you know, 300 yards in Mahomes, four incompletions. Fitzpatrick is leading the league in yards, yards and second in touchdowns. So he's putting we, up 400 yards a game right now. He's making defenses look silly. If they can't game plan right for him, they're going to be in trouble. And I believe that they're in Tampa, so it's going to be yes, nice and hot. It's going to be muggy outside. James. Yep. And um, I think Tampa has a real good shot at winning that game. So. It is big if, if Tampa's winning these games and then, you know, you got New Orleans or Carolina losing to, to Atlanta last week. And then, you know, if New Orleans or Atlanta loses, it, it just all matters. So That's what I'm saying. It's very choppy it's, early. It's, it's going to be a good one. One o'clock. Catch it. Um, next game, last game, Cincinnati going to Carolina. Cam Newton coming off of a loss. Played a pretty decent game. He got a big hit to the head. He played, he played one hell of a game, even though he lost. He did play a hell of a game. Um, a woozy, I believe that was, that hit him in the head. He got kicked out of the game last week. That um, was a dirty hit. It really was. And that's – that's well, Cam Newton got hurt. Not hurt, but he hit his neck in preseason. Like, I don't know if you've seen, he, like, flipped and landed yeah, on his neck. And yeah, now mm-hmm. this, this – Cam's always one of the players that's getting banged up. Mm-hmm. You notice that? Like, Cam's always on a highlight for getting hit on some Andrew Luck. So I think this game is is important because two teams right here who are going to be fighting for the playoffs late in the season when when the wild card comes around. We know that – I mean, at this point, we don't know if Cincinnati is going to be capable of winning the division. It's only been two weeks, like we both said. Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh will get their stuff together, I believe, and and figure things out. But But I think – Here's their opportunity, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. to to win games early while your other – these teams are losing, you know what I mean? Gain right. the upper hand, and then when you play them, you gotta you gotta execute. You gotta beat them, especially if you're at home. You know you can lose to them on the road one time. You can't lose to them at home, trying to win the division, um, knowing that you right now it's a fair shot. You know what I'm saying? It's a fair shot. It's always gonna be a fair shot early. But um, what we've seen from Andy Dalton this season, AJ Green, they look like the chemistry's back. They just lost Joe Mixon for the next few weeks after a surgery, so. We don't know what their run game is going to do. Giovanni Bernard is going to have to step up big. And to be honest, I don't know if he can fill Joe Mixon's role because Joe Mixon is a good, uh, you know, two-down back. He can be the three-down back, but he's good when he's fresh. And um, that defense is is, is playing good, though. Their defense is playing pretty good. They played Joe Flacco. They made him look like the Joe Flacco that we were scared to see and we kind of thought we were going to see. And then we saw this Joe Flacco. And we knew we were going to see well, I mean, in preseason, he was dealing. And I can't deny that. I can't deny that he, in training camp, was looking good. Mm-hmm. He came out versus divisional opponent on Thursday night. That was Thursday night, correct? Yeah, yeah. that was last week. Yep. And um, 
that happens. So on Cincinnati's side, I think they just have to 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 play good defense and get AJ Green the ball. They, like, what can they do? John Rush, AJ Green just gotta unleash. Their receiving corp is good. Tyler Eifert, if he can stay healthy. Uh, and um, the Bengals are number Boyd, one in the, in the AFC uh, North right name? now. Tyler Boyd. Tyler, right? They're number one in the fucking. Yeah, they're two. I, I think Bengals are in the same predicament as Tampa. I think you know they're kind of in the situation where you know they can play the spoiler if if anything if if anything like they're off they're a team that unless know, they're legit exactly I don't, and then, I don't, and then yeah. they already have they both of those teams have the leads in their divisions right now mm-hmm. and they're nobody healthy. saw it I mean, coming obviously yeah exactly mixing they're healthy and then I just read that Brett Grimes is good to go Sunday. So okay, I was going to say... That's you know, one of their corners. corners yeah, no, though, I was right? going to say their corners are out. So we know Tampa Bay isn't going to make it. You know what I mean? Like, it, there's going to be a time in the season that comes it's to pop, reality. Yeah, maybe. In I'd love to see stuff, uh, the contrary happen. Of course. It'd Just, be good. Like, yeah, like I said, we don't know. But like I said, I think... For like care... I, no, real quick, I was say, like, you know, Bengals and Tampa, like, they're in a situation where, like, you already caught everybody with their pants down. Like, you better, you right. know, keep riding the wave, keep riding the momentum as long as you can. Because, like you said, like, w- you know, with Tampa, most likely, right. you know. And Tampa, so Tampa, like the Bengals, obviously, two different divisions. But Tampa also, like the Panthers, can play the spoiler in the same division. Because there are two teams that might not make it, but they can keep playing good. Mm-hmm. The Panthers can have a really good season and not make the playoffs. Obviously, we talked about the three, three-team division in the playoff, right? Right. And this might be that division. I don't think so, really. Um, so the Panthers kind of have to every every opportunity they get. They got an AFC team that that I. If you looking at this? I think the Panthers should win this game on paper. I like their offense better. Well. Mm. I just came to memory that Greg Olson's gone. So, girlfriend, that makes, same foot. Bro. It just makes it a better that same game for, for for at least four. Wait, they didn't place him on IR, but he is out for four to five weeks. Listen, Cam Newton needs to start throwing more touchdowns. He needs to get <clears throat> Devin Funchess involved. DJ Moore needs to start getting involved more. Yeah. Christian, Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey just got to get yeah. more comfortable. I think you know that he, man, that boy caught twelve passes last week. I have no PPR. <laughs> it just you got to get in the end zone. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They got to score points to win. And uh, right now, Andy Dalton is is scoring points. So I think the Bengals might take this game. I have the I have the yeah, I have the Bengals in that game. Me so. too. Shit. <laughs> what else you guys wanted to talk about? Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? What y'all got what y'all got? Hot take. Mm. Uh, say something. Deion Waiters is gonna miss the start of the season. Yep. Bummer. That is a bummer. But we got Dwayne Wade back, so it'll True. at least so who, suffice. Who is the starting two guard for the Heat going into the season? Gotta be Dwayne Wade. You think it's D Wade? No, no. I don't know. It might Jay be. Ritz? It might be. And put Winslow at the three, or do you switch it, or? It might be Winslow TJ. at the two, or it might be TJ. It might be TJ. From from what from what I've like, (laughs) well, not only that, but from what I've like seen, what what I mean, he started last season. Yeah. Well, first off, we know how this Miami Heat team. We don't have like a real set starting five. Spoel's gonna run forty-five different starting lineups this season. Yeah. So, but I'll say what 
the starting lineup for the start of the year looks like it may be from like what I've read and like looked at. It could be Goran, TJ at the two, Jay Rich at the three, and then uh, John, that boy. That and, boy is finally starting to get some. And then James, James, yeah. John, and then yeah, James Johnson and Whiteside. That's how it could look to start off. Just at least start off the year for sure. Just to see, but um. We'll catch up with some more heat news next week because training camp is going to be started and we're going to mm-hmm. be talking all about it. Catch you guys for episode three, season two of the All Things Sports Podcast. Thank you for listening. Follow us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Well, you follow us on SoundCloud. Subscribe to us on iTunes, All Things Sports Podcast. Mm-hmm. Twitter, ATS Pod. You can get the biggest Chanel back in the store if you want it I gave them the drill, they sucked it up, I got them on it I bought a new paddock, I had to watch so I two-tone it Taking these drugs, I'm gon' be up until the morning That ain't your car, you just a Lisa, you don't own it If I'm in the club, I got that 5-1 on performing The back end just came in and all hundreds Vibes get a little cute, shit, they all loners I'm from Atlanta where young niggas run shit I know they hating on me, but I don't read comments Whenever I tell her to come, she come Whenever it's smoke, we ain't running Chip too hard, don't stand too close You gon' fuck around and drown Off this way, doing all these shows I been on the road, I don't care where I go Long as I get paid, bad little vibe She been on my mind, soon as I get back She can stay, do this all the time This ain't no surprise, every other night Another movie get made Chip too hard, don't stand too close You gon' fuck around and drown Off this way, doing all these shows I been on the road, I don't care where I go Long as I get paid, bad little vibe She been on my mind, soon as I get back She can stay Every other night another movie getting made Every other night another dollar getting made Every other night started with a good day I feel like a child, I got boogers in the face I've been dancing in a dollar, this shit is a parade I don't want your train, I'm gon' want another slang I had to draw the line, too many bitches getting saved T.S.A. arrested, so I took a private plane He puts a nigga like him while I'm working on my aim Trip too hard, try to the car Designer to the ground, I can balance by the name Trip too hard, caution on the floor You gon' fuck around and drown, try and ride a nigga away Trip too hard, don't stand too close, you gon' fuck around and drown Off this way, doing all these shows I been on the road, I don't care where I go Long as I get paid, bad little vibe She been on my mind, soon as I get back She can stay, do this all the time This ain't no surprise, every other night Another movie get made Drip too hard, don't stand too close You gon' fuck around and drown Off this way, doing all these shows I been on the road, I don't care where I go Long as I get paid, bad little vibe She been on my mind, soon as I get back She can stay, do this all the time Every other night another movie can make